0: Welcome to My Creative Corner Three, a podcast about my quilting journey and life in a northern town. Show notes can be found at mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com. Please leave a comment and we can continue the conversation online. My name is Vicki. Welcome to the podcast. You know, I cannot believe that the month of November has slipped on by. This podcast will air December 1st, and so much has happened in November. I'm trying a new podcast setup, and I think it's going to be a significant upgrade from the last podcast setup that I had. And I want to thank uh, my son for an early Christmas present, you know, You're not going to hear the landline ringing anymore in the background. We decided that we were going to join most people in this day and age. And we cut our cable system that had a landline bundled in with it. You know, it brought some real changes in my brain. I have to think about, well, I'm not going to get any phone calls in the night because I've been shutting my phone down. So I decided that I better take a phone upstairs because we don't have a way to call out if we needed it. I still have a little bit of anxiety about the fact that I won't get a phone call that wakes me up in the night. Even when I put my phone to vibrate, I probably wouldn't hear it. But, you know, if there were a big emergency... I figured that there would be a way someone would contact me or it could wait a couple of hours. It's not like I sleep 10 or 12 hours these days. (laughs) So it's a big change, you know, and that's been the story of my life in November. Um, There's a big computer change going on at work with lots of trainings and it's turning my brain inside out. I really have to think backwards from the way we used to do things to the way the new system is. And, you know, they're not big things. And I'm finding that it's really way more stressful than I expected it to be. Just like the change of this landline. It's funny how it's just really you have to start uh, where your brain's set point is on your perspective, such as the phone. I have to carry it with me and I have to think about having it at bed at night in case I needed to call out or if there was a fire or something. But then I start thinking about what it has happening at work is um, something simple. It's uh, my schedule. Instead of blocking the time that I have meetings and different things and where people can schedule me for appointments, I have to open up the schedule so people can make appointments. And then I have to... No blocking of time for meetings. So I have to keep track of the meetings on a different calendar. And you know, that's it's really not that big of a deal until you start doing it. So November's been a time of transition, which is perfectly coincided with our weather. We've had a lot of little flurries here and there of snow, several inches, it warms up and melts, and then da da. Well, we are at a warm stage, and I know the snow is coming. No snow on the ground, but the transition is it's ugly in my yard. The ground and the leaves finally have gotten to a point where I could rake because the leaves fell, and it's ugly, and it's brown, and it's disgusting when the snow melts, but the grass and the ground won't dry out, so I can't hand rake these leaves. My husband and I get out there usually in the fall, um, not this year. It just won't dry out and um, my neighbors um, who don't work may have had a window of opportunity yesterday and the day before and they kind of got their front yards looking good, but ours does not. So we are the, <laughs> the house in the neighborhood who looks like those neighbors, if you know what I mean. So I'm hoping it snows pretty soon and covers it all up and we'll do a big spring cleanup and get everything looking fantastic in the spring and I get bit by the bug of gardening and sprucing things up in the spring and I have a little things I have to move some plants so it'll all be good but it's that uh, transition from one season to the next the transition time from one way of doing things to the next and it's all added up to man that takes a toll on my creativity and my mental energy So creativity-wise, I've been doing a lot of little things. I'm on my second fingerless glove that's being knit. I'll put a little video, a slideshow or something. Um, I can't post uh, unlimited amount of photos on my WordPress page currently. I'm in the middle of a transition there too. And I'm going to upgrade and hopefully... The upgrade will work. I'm a little nervous about it because I'm trying to do it myself. Worst case scenario is I do have a friend who works um, in an IT department who said he'd give me some consultative advice and help if I needed it. So that transition. So what I need to do is um, take a few pictures. So I was asked about the wool applique advent calendar that I started after the quilt show in the fall with the wool and I got started about four blocks into it and then my fingers started aching from the cold weather but i'll be more than happy to show progress i'm going to pick that back up because i tend to like to work on holiday projects during the holiday it's not going to be done um for christmas and i don't even know if i'm gonna actually make it into an advent calendar where you put candies and stuff behind it in a pocket we'll see um it's really cute and it's primitive And it's kind of out of my wheelhouse because I love doing handwork. It just doesn't always love me because of my joint issues. So I'll be working on that Advent Calendar. It's all wool appliques, which is easier for me in some respects because I don't have to turn the edges. But when you start appliquing a couple thick layers of wool, it really does um, take its toll on, on your fingers but we're going to see how far I can get. Maybe I could get all 24 days done in December. I've already got four done now. So that will applique is coming along. I'm on my uh, about halfway done with the second fingerless glove, and it's actually turning out pretty well. I'm thinking, why have I never tried to make a pad, uh, a piece of knitting without a pattern before. This is actually working out pretty well and it's more enjoyable and I'm not straining my brain reading knit one, purl 25, knit four, purl three, blah blah blah. I really have a hard time with that on following patterns sometimes and I can't memorize the pattern enough to do complicated types of knitting. I like amigurumi types of crochet better, too, because you're not really following a pattern. You know, you make, you're doing it by shape. I think I learn better that way and hands-on, as evidenced by my difficulties in class in November for the computer training. She finally looked at me and she said, You're having difficulty in class. I said, well, part of it is sitting still for four or six hours and only being allowed to get up to use the bathroom or have lunch in about a 10 or 15 minutes break. That's hard for me. I need to get up and move more. But the other part is I am doing the exercises they give me, but I'm really more of a problem solver while I'm working. So at least I'll have exposure to the program and then figure out how to make it work and that's how I problem solve creative things too. I start with a pattern or structure of an idea and then I usually kind of wing it or make it my own as I go along. So those are going quite well. The fingerless gloves I like and in fact I have enough yarn. I may try to perfect it again in a second pair. I really would like to pick up this uh, crocheting a little bit more once the fingerless gloves are done because I have found a a friend of my husband's on Facebook has a niece who is trying to do hats, knitted hats or crocheted hats. Um, The one she showed me was crocheted with a flower on the side for a chemo hat and I don't have any details on it, but I wanted to contribute to the cancer center that she has um, near near her. I believe this is a place where she knows the people and because of her own health history, she has not had cancer, but she had to have surgeries and things there. And she wants to give back because, you know, when people take care of you when you're not well, you want to give back and give comfort to those who are going through something that's very stressful medically. And her goal is to do a thousand hats with the help of other people. So I'm doing a couple of crocheted hats. And who knows, this baby may be my new passion project to do little uh, adult-sized chemo hats for people at different centers. I'm still continuing to do Quilts for Cure. And that really um, feeds into my heart, especially this week with giving Tuesday on where do I want to focus some of my charitable work I guess people call it but your passion I do a couple quilts a year where I quilt them for quilts for valor and I've also found the quilts for valor group does what's called comfort quilts I may do a long arm a small quilt for them and I also am making quilts and Quilting for Quilts for Cure, which I happen to be very, very passionate about, that children who are receiving treatment for cancer or even cancer survivors of children who really need that physical um, hug and love. um, I've delivered a couple of quilts this week, and it, it really brought home the fact that these kids are hurting and physically, physically hurting, and mentally um, stressed, and maybe, just maybe, that quilt will actually warm them and remind them of the physical love and kindness and thought that other people, maybe people are you don't even know, um, who really want you to feel the comfort and support of others. So I'm working on that. So Crocheted hats. I think they're going to be fun. They're going to be pretty simple. Um, nothing nothing too difficult at first. Because I have to figure out how to read a pattern and shape the hat. Well, that all brings me up to December. And there's a lot of things I'm doing in December. I want to release a free pattern on my website. And if I can get the upgrade on my b- on the blog going, um, that will be before Christmas. But it may be in time for New Year's, so just saying. Um, I'm looking at a quilt along in January. I have the patterns all set up and ready to go. And I have a quilt made for pictures. So now, I have to take a deep breath and be mindful. Because, you know, you can get really caught up in the frenzy and excitement of the holidays, I need to take down my Thanksgiving decorations and get my Christmas ones out one piece at a time and just really focus on the things I I pledged to myself over Thanksgiving that I'm going to be thankful for. Because honestly, that's what really makes Christmas season meaningful to me. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, it's okay to listen to the next part anyway, because it's really more about thankfulness and being mindful and aware of the here and now and not wish your life away. Um, I decided that I am not taking the frenetic pace that I have in years past. I mean, part of it is just the natural stage of life that I'm in, but, you know, really taking every day and not pressuring myself to have some sort of magical experience happen every day between now and the first of the year. I don't need to eat all the cookies and cakes, and um, I don't really have a ton of time. Besides, you know, I don't need them. They're not good for me. Don't need the perfection of it, the baking and the dozens of Christmas cookies, you know, I sat and watched one of my childhood shows last night while I was doing handwork in the evening. It was fun and relaxing and husband and I had conversation and chatted. Those are the mo- more important memory-making things. To be thankful for things such as my simple little home that sometimes I get frustrated with because it's 100 years old and it has its quirks. And um, if you've ever watched It's a Wonderful Life, um, Jimmy Stewart's character has a very old home. And most of the movie, he refers to it as the drafty, um, drafty old house. And why did we buy it anyway? Well, we all have our moments, right? And then at the end of the movie when he realizes that he has such a wonderful life that he says "Oh, uh, he's running up the stairs and he grabs the newel post upstairs and the top piece always pops off. And then at the end of the movie, when it does it, he goes, I love this house. And he kisses the knob that falls off and sticks it back on the post. I laugh because I have those types of quirks in this house. And I love that movie so much. I even bought a plaque that is up in my kitchen year round saying it's a wonderful life. I'm thankful for this home. I can't live anywhere else any um, cheaper in a airtight, watertight mostly windproof situation that's very convenient and it really has its cuteness because it has all the original woodwork if you've ever followed me on social media or on the blog you can see some pictures of my old farmhouse. Um, The long arm lives upstairs at the foot of my bed and I'm thankful that I have that and I'm able to do a lot of creating with it. I meet so many people through long arming and quilting, it's just incredible amounts of fun. I am so thankful for the people in my life, and I need to appreciate them. Not necessarily buying extravagant gifts, because that's not necessarily needed, necessary, or in the budget. But honoring them, and thinking about them, and treating them with the utmost of kindness and respect. And not taking them for granted, We do that so easily, don't we? So that's what my thankfulness is. And as I think more on it over the month, you know, being thankful for um, my car and being thankful for the job I have, even though we're going through a time of transition that has actually brought more stress than I really thought it would. I thought I had it all under control till yesterday when I started having (laughs) a meltdown in the training, realizing I didn't know squat about this. Um, And just really focusing on kindness and how you can help people in the moment because that's really what it's about instead of quote wishing my life away which is something that my grandmother used to always tell me i would say oh when this happens i'm going to be so happy or when christmas gets here i'll be so happy or when i lose 10 pounds and she'd like don't don't wish your life away you know enjoy the moment you have now because that's really what counts so that is my first installation on the new podcast. I'm going to pause here and come back for a second half, but I want to check how it's recording and how the sound is going. And, you know, bear with me as I am very thankful for this new setup and I'm going to join you for the second half shortly. So I want to end the podcast with five things that I am loving right at this moment one of those things is a book that i won last year on an instagram giveaway called k facets Quilt in italy published in 2016. i looked at this book and it is fabulous it's got the most beautiful photography in it and i'll have to say i put it down after drooling over it for several weeks to look up how to combine some of the colors i have come late to the party of k-facet i really like a lot of that fabric and i paired it last year with uh, tulip pinks 100 block um, city sampler and it did chop up into tiny pieces actually quite well because those are small and that got me thinking about some of the color combos that i want to try so it's a great book about Italy. It's a great book in studying how to use some of those bright and bold prints and how some of those prints are ingenious actually because you can make simple quilts that look intricate but then there are some very intricate quilts that have these beautiful fabrics in them. So if you love photography and you love bright and bold and you want to see the italian countryside this book is something that i'm loving right now the second thing that i am currently loving right now is by antioxidant cocoa fusion it is a coconut water infused with white tea. It has one gram of sugar in it and no artificial sweeteners. It's got just enough caffeine in it to make me feel good in the afternoon, but not so much that it keeps me awake at night. I have to say I'm loving by coconut water right now. It's a nice alternative to my love of sodas that i've given up a long time ago which leads me to the third thing that i'm loving right now which is carbonated bitter water more like a perrier water well our local grocer has their own version of that for much less money and they're very portable and they're carbonated and they make me feel like i'm drinking a soda and i'm not it's just water with no real flavoring some of them have a little bit of a natural sweetener i cannot do um artificials. So those are three things that I'm loving right now. The fourth thing that I'm loving right now is a YouTube channel on blacksmithing. I am fascinated with a Swedish blacksmith person. His name is Tjobjorn Amen and he has a YouTube channel where he makes all kinds of tools and art things with iron. But what's great about it is I love how he records his videos. He hardly ever talks. It's more of a puzzle. You have to figure out what he's doing and how he's doing it. I really, really enjoy watching different type of artisans work and people working in their different mediums. So I'm loving this YouTube channel this week very, very much. And another, the fifth thing that I'm really enjoying on YouTube is Alec Steele. He is a different type of YouTuber, but he is also a blacksmith smither, blacksmithing person. Anyway, he's from England, and he's only 20 years old, and he is just the opposite of the first YouTube channel I mentioned. This guy makes all kinds of things, but he's young. He's only been doing um, blacksmithing for, oh, I don't know, For five or six years, maybe longer. But the thing is he's never tried doing some of the projects. So you never know. Is he gonna make it work? Is it not gonna work? He is very chatty, he's hyperactive almost, (laughs) loud and bombastic, and you know what? I love it too, because it's very entertaining. So those are the five things that I'm loving right now. And I think I want to make this a feature on the podcast periodically because I find things and I enjoy things and, you know, figure somebody else might enjoy some of the things I like too. Besides, if I talk about it, then then I won't forget where they're at. So anyway, those are things that I'm loving right now. So I just want to sign off for the podcast. I want to say thank you for coming. Thank you for listening Thank you for being so supportive. I really enjoy having um, people come and leave comments or send me um, private messages. We have a great time chatting um, beyond the podcast. The other thing that I would like to ask is it would really help me right now if you were able to like, subscribe, and share the podcast through um, iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever other YouTube feed that you're YouTube, what other podcast feed you're listening to. I do also put the podcast on YouTube with a slideshow, but um, I guess that's why I said that. Now, the other thing that is also very helpful to me that you might consider is becoming a patron. I have a patron page set up through Podbean and I'm always Thankful for anyone who would like to support me, either a one time gift or a monthly uh, donation. It it really helps me to keep the podcast going and to keep all of the incidental costs down of maintaining a podcast. So, I want to thank those who have already supported me, and I'd like to encourage you to think about the possibility of even a one time donation of a dollar because it would help. I want to say thank you. Thank you for stopping by and I hope that as we enter into our holiday December that can be very very busy that you also take time to be thankful to say thank you and to spread kindness to everyone that you meet. Quilt on everyone!